Welcome to Shekinah International Podcast. Our ministry reflects the five-fold ministry model Apostle Paul mentions in Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. Our podcast features leaders from multiple churches who are passionate about equipping Christians just like you to walk in purity and power, fulfilling your God-given purpose. God wants to do great exploits through you, so enjoy today's podcast. That was really good. Worship was so powerful, and it goes along right with what I'm teaching about today. Part of what I'm teaching about is hearing from God, and definitely during worship, do we not hear from God? I mean, come on. <laughs> we heard from him on, in many different ways. And so today, um, I am going to teach, well, Stephanie asked me to teach on prophetic intercession, and um, I'm doing that, but before I talk about that, Okay, we were going to do the month of oh, but we're going to wait till next time. Okay. All right. So um, before I uh, talk about prophetic intercession, I'm going to do a teaching from actually a podcast that Stephanie shared with us from uh, Chris Valton. And he was speaking with a woman by the name of Bethany Hicks. And um, she, it just really touched my heart because she was talking about, you know, prophetic intercession and prophecy and that kind of thing. And what they were doing with it was just blowing my mind. And um, the Lord just started speaking to me about the importance of that his people know that, you know, it is in our DNA it is part of who we are. God speaks to every one of us. And there's nobody that he doesn't speak to. And um, that there's just a lot of different ways that that happens. And sometimes we don't realize God's talking to us, but he is. So I kind of want to do a, a little bit of a um, teaching on that from her book. It's called The God Connection. So if you want to get this book, um, it's a, it does go into more depth about... Um, the different receptors, um, but I'm going to do like a, just a short preview of it, um, and then I'll be talking a little bit about what we've been hearing this year and what um, is um, coming up for the new year, which is coming up here real shortly in September. I don't cover it real thoroughly because I figure um, probably Laura's going to have some stuff to say about that, so... <laughs> So, but I'm sure there's plenty to talk about, so it'll all be good. Um, the biggest part that um, when I was listening to the podcast with Bethany is she was talking about Acts 2, verse 17 and 18, and it just it says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. And all of those three things are God speaking to you. So that tells me that we are going into a season 
and have been actually this entire season, and we've been prophesying that through this church and other avenues about how God wants, to, wants everyone to hear his voice even clearer than they've heard in the past. And, um, and this scripture in particular has been spoken a lot about um, that God is pouring out his spirit on us. And we've, we've witnessed it here within our own church. We've seen a lot of growth in everyone here um, as far as hearing God, prophesying, um, just um, having their um, spiritual you know, beings just enhanced in all kinds of different ways. And that's really what God has been talking a lot about um, with this new order that he was talking about was that we are going to be new, a new creation, even different than what we ever thought because he is filling us. Like you were prophesying how we're getting filled up and so filled that it's just going to pour out, you know? So that's where we're headed, and it's, it's a really awesome, wonderful thing. Um, and it also says, you know, in Isaiah 4, 29, it says, Now I declare a new thing before they sprang forth, I proclaim them to you. So we've been listening to that pretty much this whole year about how God is bringing new things forward and the, the new order of prophecy and um, all that kind of thing. So anyway, I'm going to go into the, the teaching a little bit here. Um, let's just sit down. Okay. So we all have an all-access pass to, to God. We all know that, right? We all have an access pass, all-access pass to him at all times, okay? And everyone is hardwired to hear from God. Everyone, okay? I mean, that's what that scripture says. All people, okay? So you're, you're going to hear God in some way. It just depends on how you are uniquely made. Um, so, you know, I think it's really important that we don't compare ourselves to other people because none of us are going to hear from God in the exact way. But I, I do know that we can grow in that and it can get better and we can include many different ways. There's not just one way God talks to us, many different ways. So we can start to, once we know what those receptors are, we can start to you know, listen for them. And basically, you know, like exercise our muscle in those areas, you know, because that's what the scripture says, right? If you read those scriptures yet, Proverbs 2, 2 says, so train up your heart to listen when I speak. So you're training yourself to listen for when God speaks. It doesn't just come automatically. I mean, some of it will, and there is a part of us that will, like, kick in other parts of who we are um, when we start hearing one way. Um, we'll start hearing another way. But we still have to practice our spiritual muscles. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about how you can do that through this teaching. I'm hoping that I can give you some ideas about what you can do. So John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them, and they follow me. And Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. I put that one in because it's actually from verse 12 that there's a lot more that's more specific to hearing, but 
You know, God's not going to say, I'm going to have good plans for you, but you're not going to hear me. I mean, how are you going to have a great future if you don't, even, you don't even know what they are and you can't hear him to have those plans? So you, you, you have to know that God is going to be speaking to you about what these plans are because you have a future and a hope in him. And so I'm just going to read the rest of verse 12 um, in Jeremiah 29. It says, because it's just an awesome promise. It says, you will call on me, and you will come and pray to me, and I will hear your voice, and I will listen to you. Then, with a deep longing, I will seek, you will seek me and require me as a vital necessity, and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord. And I will restore your fortunes, and I will free you and gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place where I sent you into exile. So really what he's saying is I'm going I'm to flip that curse over your life. When you come to me with all your heart, everything's going to get turned around, and you're going to be back on the path that I have for you, which I designed from the beginning. So it's a powerful word, I think, um, to remember and to just go back to. Um, and then Re Revelations 19.10, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of all prophecy. So we know when we're hearing from God, it, it needs to line up with scripture. It needs to line up with the, the life of Jesus Christ because he is the prophecy. He said, I don't say anything unless I hear it from my father. So we know he was the voice of God into the world. And because he's the voice, he's the prophetic voice of everything that was spoken into the earth realm through his life, through his ministry, um, how he acted, how he behaved, how he treated people. All of that was the spirit of prophecy. And um, so, it, you know, and I think, um, you know, God is not a respecter of persons, okay? So that's meaning that God will provide every person the same opportunities to receive all the blessings available through the plan of salvation, including all the ways he speaks to people. I mean, there's no reason you can't have every, I mean, God says, you know, seek me and, and desire the gifts of the Holy Spirit and especially desire prophecy, because he wants you to be able to hear his voice and know what he's saying to you. So it's a deep desire that, he, that you crave to hear him. Because he wants to hear you. He wants to have relationship with you. Um, God gives us all revelation, and as we grow and mature, we learn more and more and become skilled at hearing his voice, instruction, and revelation. Revelation refers to a revealing or knowing of something that was previously unknown. So then, what is prophecy? Prophecy, simply put, is communicating from God to mankind. In Revelation 19.10, John is hearing a prophetic word from an angel. Okay? Um, it talks about how an angel comes to bring a message to him from God. And then he falls on his knees and starts to praise the angel. And the angel says, no, stop. <laughs> Refrain from what you're doing. Because it's not me that 
you should worship. I'm just like you. I'm a servant of the Lord. You are to worship God because this message is just through me to you from God. And that's exactly how he uses us. He uses us the exact same way. We hear from him, deliver the message. We aren't to be worshipped or praised because the word comes from our Father in heaven. And it also says in that scripture that Jesus Christ is the word of God, that the word is Jesus. So to me, again, that word about Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. I mean, that's where that comes from. He's actually the word of God. So anything spoken has come from him from through God. So um, I think that's all I wanted to say on that part. Then I had another um, uh, scripture I just wanted to throw in there. 1 Corinthians 14.1 just says, Follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. And I think that's all I'm going to talk about. So I'm going to go on to talk about the 12 receptors or ways to hear from God. Hmm. Hope it comes up. Part of it's missing. Anyway, what, what it's supposed to say at the top is the 12 receptors or ways to hear from God. Okay, so we know, we're pretty familiar with the, the four ways that we hear. Um, that's hearing, seeing, sensing, perceiving. But there's actually 12 ways. And the other three are internal, external, and mystical, which I call supernatural. But in this book, she calls it mystical. And I don't really like that term um, because it sounds more New Age-ish, new age I should say. But um, I, So I like to refer to it as supernatural. So um, when you put all three of those internal, external, uh, supernatural with all four of those, you get 12. So it's basically the four times three. You get the 12. So each one has, hearing has an in, internal, external, supernatural. You know, seeing has all those three, sensing. So all three of the, those are in all four. So that makes 12 ways that you can supernaturally hear from God. Okay. I'm going to go next screen for a minute, and I'll be back to the screen in a minute. Um, I just want to give a definition for external. I think it's pretty straightforward, but I'm going to read it anyway. Um, external is the spiritual information revealed through the external natural realm, such as creation and the physical world around us. An example would be like nature, art, circumstances, um, even music, worship. Um, internal would be like spiritual information revealed through our mind, um, internal realm, as in our inner man, including our mind, our will, and our emotions. And an example would be like a vision or a picture in your mind or discernment, compassion, dreams, okay? And mystical or what we call supernatural is the spiritual information revealed to our physical senses, our touch, you know, our, our, um, our hearing, um, that kind of thing, our senses from the heavenly realm, including tangible experiences with the spiritual realm, spiritual beings, 
Um, example is like angels, um, an open trance, like when you're awake, um, like Anna and I had when the veil came down before his face and he had, he was supposed to go see Saul, who was blind at the time, but um, he was told in the trance that, that uh, Saul would know his name and was waiting for him to come so he could see again. So that was a trance, example of a trance. Uh, manna, words of knowledge, another um, supernatural gift. So, okay, I'm going to go back to the 12 receptors because I want to talk about them a little bit more. Okay. So um, external examples of seeing and hearing might be seeing God in symbols, numbers, poems, art, signs, or in nature. Internal examples of seeing and hearing might include visions, words, scripture, from within our spirit that we hear, see, or perceive from, from God. It means we have like kind of a sense, we just have a knowing that's perceiving. 1 Corinthians 2.10 says, Now God has revealed these things to us by his spirit, since the spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. So when we dream... God can give us direction, instruction, even warnings. And visions from the Lord increase as we yield ourselves to him. Supernatural trance, like a vision, can happen while you're awake. Like I said, like Ananias. And that was Acts 9, 17. And um, one of the ways to increase your capacity for visions is to meditate on scripture. After reading the word, mentally visualize in your mind's eye how the story plays out in the scriptures. What you focus on becomes magnified just like a picture of, of the dream, like, a, like pictures and dreams. And how many times have you prayed for someone and you get a mental picture uh, in your mind's eye about that person while you're praying? Probably more than you realize. And practicing seeing... Um, in the spirit is one way to train yourself in hearing and seeing in inner, um, internally or supernaturally from God. Sensing can, God can come from our ability to feel, touch, and taste. Hebrews 5.14 says, Solid food is for the mature, who because of practice have trained their senses to discern between good and evil. One way we grow is to practice through our bodily senses the difference between good and evil. And when you regularly exercise your ability to hear God, it can be similar to a strengthening your muscles in a gym workout. So when you focus on certain receptor muscles, you can practice and expand your ability to strengthen a in a variety of ways to hear God's voice. One way we practice the, sense, um, the senses of taste is through communion like in Luke 22:19 through 22. This is my body given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then we're actually tasting and we're remembering through that taste and through eating the, blood, the body of what, and we visualize what was happening to the Lord at that time, just like we did today with Lonnie. Jesus spoke these words over us thousands of years ago, and they are still true today. Every time we eat and drink his body, we are fulfilling his commands. We are tasting and drinking and know that he is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. This past week, as we were getting ready to worship at the reservation, Stephanie could smell honey from a, from a honeycomb. She perceived the fact that 
honey is a healing property. And God spoke to her through this by letting her know his plan for healing and restoration to those in attendance was indeed available. When you smell something, and often there may be no, not, a, not be a reasonable explanation as to why you're smelling something, but ask God, why are you smelling that? Often as we smell or feel, we perceive something, but we don't ask God what he's trying to say. So practicing this over and over can help understand what God is trying to say. And um, that's how you get really good. You use many different of your abilities, like Stephanie did, to perceive what God was saying. She not only was using her smell, but she was using her perception. She was using, um, she was hearing, asking and hearing his voice um, through her spirit. Um, so she was doing many different things to get the answer that she needed. The, the smell was so profound. And at first, I didn't, I didn't smell it, but there was kind of a nasty smell there. So when she said that, I started just practicing trying to smell it. And it wasn't long, and I could smell it, and it was really strong. So um, it was kind of, I think, um, a confirmation for her. And God will do that, too. It will give you confirmations about what you're seeing or feeling or, you know, hearing. Um, so, Keys for knowing his vo voice. God's voice will never contradict his character or his nature. Okay, God is love. His voice will never contradict his definition. If you experience anything short of this definition, love is kind, love is gentle, etc. But here, fear, condemnation, accusations, or disappointment, then that is not his voice because it is not his nature. Um, number two, God's voice will never be contrary to the person of Jesus Christ. Hebrews 1, 1 verse 3. Uh, God sent Jesus to us so we would know him. Jesus Christ is the perfect example of who God is and how much he loves his people. Hebrews 1.3 says, The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by, the, by, the, by his powerful word. If you want to know God's voice, just look at Jesus. Look at how he lived, how he interacted with people around him, and look at his heart for people. Jesus is the exact representation of the Father, and his word confirms everything we know. Number three, God's voice will never contradict scripture. God's voice will not contradict scripture. It may, however, contradict our wrong perception or interpretation of scripture, but his voice cannot and will not speak against it. The first chapter of John tells us that John is the word, is the word of God in the flesh. So to speak contrary to the word would mean he would be contrary to himself, which would make him a liar. Uh, we know that God cannot lie. So we know we can trust the Lord when he speaks within the confines of, of his word. So there are times God speaks words not necessarily to the confines of his word. For example, we know like buying a house or a car aren't necessarily found in scripture. However, we know the principle that God gives good gifts to his children. We, when we delight ourselves in the Lord, he gives us the desires of our hearts. 
Reading and studying the Bible is probably the best way to understand the voice of God. As we connect to God and develop relationship with him through his promises and truths, we begin to understand how he loves us. We understand more that the voice of the persons of God that long to have relationship with us, he is good, he is love, and he never changes. Number four, God's voice should be judged in community. Although we are all hardwired to hear God's voice, one of the main reasons we don't know his voice is because we don't really know him. We may have met the Lord through another person and never had had a personal um, encounter. We may have had negative experiences with people who have abused or tainted the picture of who God is for them. It is hard to recognize the voice of anyone if you've never been around them. Since we are the hands and feet of God, it is important that those who are unsure of his voice are around a community of people who do. Just as Elijah helped Samuel as a, a boy to know the voice of God, we need one another to support and process what we are hearing and to help discern the voices in spiritual encounters. The enemy is roaming around to steal, kill, and destroy. No one is beyond deception. We are all human. So as community, we can help eliminate the deceptions of the enemy and bring light to those who need help understanding, growth, and healing. Ultimately, we need to encourage everyone that they can hear from God in every situation. Okay, so that's pretty much all I'm going to teach about. It's pretty basic, but if you want to know more information about the, you know, in-depth ways you, you can hear from God, it really is a very good book. Again, it's called The God Connection by Beverly Hicks. And it does go in a lot more depth about how you can hear from him um, if you feel like that you need that. But like I said, everyone's hardwired to hear from God. There's no exception to that rule. We're all made that way. And the, and the word confirms it. So, oops. Okay, so I'm going on to talk a little bit about 5782, um, 2022. You're the lion's roar, a new standard of the spirit. So this information is from the Metro Jewish resources. I, I found it online. And it was so in line with everything I've heard um, happen throughout the year here and abroad and from other um, prophets and from even at the reservation that I felt very confident in sharing the things they have because they align exactly with what we've heard. So I'm just going to read them real quick to you. You can read along if you want. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, pretty small, but if you can't, I'll just read it to you. So, yeah. In this new year, space, it, space in people's lives will be available again for new directions and paradigms because governmental and religious ruling structures continue to undergo a great change. The old fall away further and the new is able to break through. Hallelujah. Many of those structures subverted the kingdom government. Hence, during the time, for many, the voice of the shepherd will be heard again. The, those that have lost the sound of his voice will be in tune with it. Amen. Next, those that have felt that God has forgotten them will, 
will feel his presence again. It will be a time to put the key back into the ignition of their spiritual lives. As many leave the crude season of the COVID behind and head by the next new intersection of God's plan for their lives. Following the turmoil of the last 26 months, the perceived duration of the COVID from January 2020, refuge will be found in 5782. God is drawing his children back to the shelter of the Most High, the shadow of the Almighty. This is the separation of the Chet 8. It is a time of the cleansing of the soul. Have we experienced that? Yep. Next, God has seen the unsustainability of many of his children. So a season of new strength and fever, as well as a healing of the soul of his people, is coming. A new order. I didn't put that in there. It's in there. A new order of the spirit will emerge for many. The bet to the house of God is the hearts of God's people and under and will undergo an inner and personal revival as well as fresh new pair of prophetic voices will emerge. So I thought that was just right in line with everything we've been seeing. So, okay, so now we've got a new year coming up. It's 5783. And I even heard some of this as we were worshiping. It's pretty great. 5783, revealing and choosing wisely, new order, aberrations, seven mountains. And I just want to read what it says. I think it, I don't know if it says it on here. But what it says there is, um, well, you can see the, the sword in his mouth. And what he's doing is he's cutting away the veil, kind of like the um, fog is lifting. He's cutting away the veil so that we can see and we can make a choice. Because we can see now, we can make a good choice. So we, but we still have an opportunity in 5783 to make a choice, okay? So it's a good thing. Uh, what God began in 5782, the year of the lion's roar, will advance into phase two in 5783. The words for 5782 have proven to be so accurate, so the Lord began to stir in sight into the upcoming year of 5783. God is shifting, and things are being set between now and the trumpet blowing for the year 5783, which begins at sundown on Sunday, September 25th, 2022. Here a word from the Metro Jewish resource says that has aligned with everything seen in 5782. On July 13th and 14th, I was taken up in the spirit and saw over the earth in the morning hours and something was getting ready to change. Remember the word, a new order. A stillness to overtook the earth. Time was stopped, whereby one grain of sand in an hourglass was suspended in the air when the time was stopped. As everyone and everything stood still, he had their attention. He said, get ready. Where did we hear that? Get ready. We heard that at the reservation. And I didn't, I didn't read this when, before I went. <laughs> I went, oh, that's what I'm telling you. The Lord was giving me, a, I mean, gave me an insight because I was having a really hard time writing this and putting it together. I mean, all kinds of problems. 
and the Lord told me two things I was telling Stephanie. One was, the devil ain't happy. Two, <laughs> and I just put laugh emojis. And then two, um, I needed to get all the information from what I heard over the weekend to add to what I'm, just so I could see that we are right on course. Okay, so he said, get ready. This is a word that the Lord gave me over the weekend of the First Nations people's camp and roundtable. That's me talking. Get ready for the new thing I'm doing. Then suddenly a lion emerged from the side with a sword in his mouth, and he told the lion to cut open what has been hidden. Let them see the veil hiding the darkness and choose which one they want. Repeated three times, cutting open the things for you to see, my people, for you to see, my people, for you to see, my people. Three times. The year of aberrations. I looked up the meaning of the word aberrations, and it means things not normal, unheard of, defying reasons, like gravity-defying things. I saw the Lord put his hands to things and say, come forth. He touched rivers and said, turn the opposite direction. He told water to stand up. He caused the wind to stand still. I saw in the silent window the sands of time stopped. Things that de defy the mind and reason. God said, I would also do something not in order this year because my people have become comfortable with disorder. The seven mountains. I saw seven mountains shaking, seven spears of influence, and established structures, opening as the darkness behind the veil was exposed. God said, you see, is this what you want? Choose. This year, families can choose to get their house in order. Churches will have an option to get their house, their home in order. Ministries will have a choice to get their house in order. God asked, is this what you want? Carefully consider in this upcoming season what you want. For the Lord said, remind them that this year is a year of reclaiming your position. 5784 will be a year of consequences. That means next, not this year, coming year, but the next year. 878, 5784 will be a year of consequences of the decisions made in 5783. Decisions are made, are made, that are made will have consequences for 5784. As I heard the words, 5784 will be a year of judgment, consequences. I saw scales whereby decisions were being made by God's people in the valley of decision. It will be a year of two choices, a collision of forces, um, principalities exposed, and darkness exposed. They will see the gods behind abortion, homosexuality, perversions, political structures, and the economy. Three times it was repeated. It is a year to be still, perceive, receptive, and conception. God repeated three times, cutting open things for you to see, my people, for you to see, my people, for you to see, my people. Places subject to a move of God in 5783 within the following nations and regions. This is exciting. <laughs> okay, so he's going to move in the Soviet Union, the Czech Republic, 
South Africa. I'm claiming East Africa. The United States, Kansas, San Francisco, uh, Missouri, uh, Native tribes. Hey, hey, hey. Canada, the Arab uh, Amorites, the mountains of Tibet, Tallahassee, Florida, Nevada, Alaska, island nations. Now we give you praise, Lord. So that's for the upcoming 5783. So exciting things coming. Okay. These are additional words received for 2022, and I realized when I was listening to, I think, Laura, that I forgot to talk about um, the building because that definitely was a word that Stephanie gave us some, but we'll talk about that because I can remember some of it. So, But these are things that we got this year um, in-house. In um, mo some of it came directly through me, but um, some of it didn't. So a new order. New and upgraded anointings, new assignments, identity, clarifications, and solidification, solidified clar identity, clarifications, and they're solidified. Um, we will look different, okay? Hidden things. Now, this kind of came from our roundtable. We will be revealed to God's people, intel for those who seek his face, Luke 8, 17. For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. And next, stay in your own lane. This is a word received 72322 for such a time as this. And the word was, um, I have specific instruction for you at this time. Now, I did not know this, but when I gave this word at the round table, Prophet Denise said, that's a timely thing. And I have in this instruction for you at this time. So that was a confirmation for me. I have an area in which the anointing will arise in you where you will excel. This anointing will help many and will move in with salvations, healings, and restoration. And specific instruction is coming in ways to overcome for provision, strategies, and anointing for your purpose. So seek me out and focus on these things, and they will be found. That was the word. And I, that was just like a clear just download. He said, get your pen. All right. So that was really cool. And then the last one I have there is hearing the voice of the Lord is enhanced, which we've talked about that. Acts 2.17, and, and it shall be in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit upon all mankind and your sons and your daughters will pro shall prophesy and your young man shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams even on my bondservant, both men and women. I said me, but sorry. Men and women, I will in those days pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy. So get ready to prophesy, guys. <laughs> And um, I, I, again, the fact that you everything listed in there is you got to hear from God in order to do that um, is no coincidence, no coincidence. And then the fact that we are moving into a new building is another thing that should be on this list. Um, it's on the street, uh, um, Shiawasi, right? Which I believe meant sparkling water, okay? And I had, a, uh, I had a word about, um, uh, it was in the um, glory, um, 
I forget what scripture it was, but it talked about receiving the glory. Uh, the Shekinah glory was coming down. And I knew those two were intersecting, whereas it was saying the glory of God was coming to the new building um, in such a way that it would be like sparkling water throughout the place. So, and of course, the numbers meant covenant and, and life, yes. So I think we can expect some glorious, wonderful things happening in the next year and also in our new building. So I'm just, I'm very excited about what God's doing. Um, just remember, he's talking to you all the time. Amen. So for activation, if you want to um, turn just some music on, what I'm thinking that we might want to do is just um, to activate that skill of wanting to hear from God and whatever he wants to tell you today. Maybe he just wants to tell you, I love you. Or maybe he wants to, to tell you, um, you know, some strategy or some instruction. But I just feel like today a great activation for this would just be to spend some time just listening to what God has to say. Thank you for listening today. Take a moment and ask Holy Spirit what He wants you to do with what you've learned. And remember, with God, all things are possible. So keep dreaming, keep praying, and simply obey. Because God is good, and He has good plans for you. You can subscribe to our blogs, learn about our speakers, and even hear from one of our team members how you can take part in transforming a city your city with Christ. There's no time like the present. Visit ShekinahOnline.com. If this doesn't excite you, watch for our new and God-inspired product line, a newly released book by Stephanie Butler, more testimonies from our listeners like you, working to bring unity in cities across the world. If you feel led to support our podcast, you may do so on our Shekinah.com website. Or if you would like to support us monthly, there is a link labeled Listener Support on every podcast. Until next time, we thank you, we love you, have a blessed day.